Welcome back to DNC in 23. I'm Alex. I'm Dave. Guest star. And I'm Nick. Nick in the building for at least the intro, at least the beginning of this show. We're talking about Dead and Co.'s concert last night, May 28th, 2023, at the Solaris. Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah. The Solaris Amphitheater in Lakewood, an Atlanta suburb. We had a really good time, and we are going to talk all about it, precap what's next in Charlotte. So this was Dead & Co.'s fourth time playing at this venue, the first since 2021. I don't know why they didn't come here last year. It feels like a missed opportunity because Atlanta seems like a city that likes the dead. Right. <laughs> so I don't know what gives, but I mean, I'm glad they were here this year. Uh, their last time out was Friday in Dallas, and there were a lot of people who made the trip, surprisingly, from Dallas to Atlanta. I saw um, a lot of people with like Dallas stickers and stuff on their vans when we were walking around Shakedown. So do you know how long of a drive that is? From Dallas, I mean, I think it's like twelve hours. Oh my I, I made I made the drive once, and it, it was not fun. That's but crazy. it's in, I think in the twelve to fourteen, you know, depending on the stops, and you know, I, I did it during March Madness, and we stopped in like Jackson, Mississippi, to watch games, and and then continue on our way. That's oh, wow. crazy. Yeah. That's a haul. That yeah. Is a haul. Well, um, a haul for the band too, but they got here in plenty of time, and they treated us to a tremendous holiday weekend show. The vibes beforehand were really good. I feel like. Um, Shakedown was busy. Yes. There are a lot of people. There are a lot of people in all the lots because we were parked in a separate lot. We had to like walk around the arena, the venue to get to Shakedown. We saw a ton of people walking around. Shakedown was popping. Mm-hmm. Ton of people vending, ton of people shopping. So kind of what, I mean, what you like to see. Lively, lively audience. Yeah, and no like bad scenes or like people collapsing. Just a no. bunch of heads having a good time. Buying little trinkets and and some other things too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and and for me, it was the first shakedown I've been to, and mm. and it was it was a nice experience, and you know, I got to see it. And I mean, I think I don't know. You guys tell me, but you know, it looked like there were a lot of people to set up and and selling a merch. Yeah, vibrant shakedown. Yeah. Definitely a good first one to give you a good honest taste. But like Dave said, without any like like bad vibes, just yeah. all all good out there. Right. This. I've been to a couple others. This one is kind of unique in that, like, an entire lot that doesn't really have any boundaries is devoted to it. So it felt like it could just kind of sprawl mm-hmm. and be its own thing. Whereas in, like, New York City, for example, like, it isn't a fenced-in parking lot. There is a limited amount of space mm-hmm. where Shakedown is. I know at the Raleigh one, there was, like, a... It was kind of compacted in a side parking lot. There was a limited amount of space. This one just kind of grew and grew, and it was a good time. Yeah, Definitely. So by the time we got into the venue, we were a little bit late on the draw, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and not, I don't know. I, I have no regrets. I'll just say that off the top. But um, just to kind of set the scene for where we were in the show, we were kind of at the back of the lawn. Uh, which back was, left. Yeah. yeah, back left of the lawn. So Mayor and uh, Jeff side. And um, so we couldn't really see, like, the, the guys up close. We were watching them on the screen mm-hmm. and, you know, keeping an eye on the stage and kind of the cool light show and visuals that were going on behind them um but in the so i say that because at the back of the lawn we did see some people who were maybe overserved on whatever they were (laughs) whatever they were indulging in um around kind of the concessions but in the lawn itself it seemed like a a good vibe a good a good party dance in time yeah yeah um people were really into it and and stayed pretty locked in throughout the show i think nick during um like right before drums, you were like, I feel like I'm seeing more people leaving. Yeah, we were seeing people walk by with chairs and stuff. Yeah. Um, 
but it wasn't really until then that we saw people boogie yeah. so people stayed again holiday sunday everyone yeah theoretically most people right. at least have today off so got to really stay and enjoy the show should we talk about the set list we should nick can you stick around and talk about some yeah. of it yeah let's All let's right. run through it and let's do it so set one wow they went on stage at 709 um so they were on there right on time mm-hmm. um let me just read the full first set list and then we'll we'll talk about it so cassidy into deal samson and delilah friend of the devil it hurts me too tennessee jed if i had the world to give and going down the road feeling bad and it was an hour and 17 minute set one uh spirited one and a really good one so what did you get what did you guys think i'll turn to you first what do you got I mean, I, th- I thought it was a fun set one. Um, you know, some of my personal favorites weren't, weren't played, but, you know, that said, they still, I mean, they did a great job. And then, uh, you know, I think the highlight for me was probably probably Tennessee Jet in set okay. one. And then, I mean, set two is great. Uh, you know, I'll let you guys dive into that and, you know, probably the highlight <laughs> of the show. But uh, for set one for me, I really, you know, really enjoyed it. I think... So we didn't see all of Cassidy. We saw most of Cassidy, but we got to see all of Deal. And that was, once again, a standout, just ripping Deal. What Mare does with that song now, it's it's incredible. We talked about this in the moment. When they went into Samson, they just weren't playing guitar or bass yeah. for like the first minute of the song. And that was just interesting. Drums and Bob. Yeah. yeah, just drums and Bob singing. It was, it was really interesting. Um, but that was one that a lot of the crowd was into. And then my big takeaway, I agree with you on the Jed. Jed was great. But the going down the road feeling bad to end set one, just really interesting and really fun. And they made it a la Good Times Roll where everybody got a turn to sing a verse. Yeah, uh, I think they went like from Bob to John to O'Teal to Comenti. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was a good time. A couple things that I remember from set one. During Deal, Dave, I turned to you because you and I were next to each other. And I was like, there are some songs that they could play in the second set with Mayer with this energy that he would just rip apart. <laughs> and um, the two that I was thinking of when I said that were Althea and um, Terrapin. Mm-hmm. And they played both. Yeah. And he did. He burned the house down both times. Um, so that was pretty cool. Uh, one other one that you guys didn't touch on. The, the masses, if you were in the barn, you loved Jet. The people were loving it. Mm-hmm. Everyone was out. Everyone was up on their feet dancing. It was a great time. Um, but it hurts me too. I had not really heard Dead and Co. I even turned to you, Dave, and I was like, "Is this a bust out? Have they ever played this before?" Yeah. They have. They had. Um, it was not a bust out, but um, just not really what I was expecting. And I thought that it was a really good John Blue song. When you and I were trying to figure out the set list, like the full set list beforehand, mm-hmm. I was like, "There's going to be a John Blue song," and I was going through all of them. This one didn't even register as a possibility, but I thought it was really good. Mayer had some really good um, bluesy playing. And then shout out to O'Teal taking the lead on If I Had the World to Give. You and I were on a mission um, into the concourse during that song, so we missed part of it. Yeah. Um, but we, I mean, I still caught kind of the tender vocals at the end of the song that I thought was really good. So nice job by O'Teal, as always. Um, and then set two. I mean, all right. I think... If you were going to say, like, from a fan service perspective, what's the best imaginable second set? I don't think you could do better than this. Right. Like, it's just unreal. Band hits the stage again at 9.01. 
Althea estimated into China, into Rider, into Eyes, into Drums in Space, into Terrapin, and then they closed it out with Morning Dew. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's everything you want. Um, and special for us because you had said way back at Deal that, like, you know, man, if they pulled out Althea tonight with this energy that John's bringing. And then when they went into Althea, you looked at me with wide eyes, like, oh, my goodness. Um, for this, like, pre-drums suite, I got to say, though, the Eyes of the World, I think, was over 25 minutes. It was long, it was yeah. long. And it just didn't stop cooking. And very cool thing. It ended with a O'Teal, like, three-minute bass solo. <laughs> yeah. Which was just so great. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, Nick, you had a great moment because so Althea was awesome. That's yeah. my, in my opinion, I think that the the Dead and Co songs that they have like mastered and put their own stamp on in the most satisfying way for me are Althea and Brown Eyed Women. Although Deal is up there now. My yeah. my two are Brown Eyed Women and Deal. Yeah. yeah, I mean we've heard Deal three times, all three of us together, and it just doesn't miss. <laughs> yeah, they're so good at that song. <laughs> they are. They really are. <laughs> but Althea is my personal favorite, and so hearing it in person for the first time was really really cool. But then they played Estimated, and then they went into China Cat, and you were in the bathroom and had a fun combo. Yeah, I was, I was just waiting waiting to go in because the, the line at that point was pretty long. And the, the guy in front of me turns around and was like, man, you know, I'm really sad that they skipped eyes. Like That's the one song that I really wanted to hear today. And before I went to the bathroom, I spoke to both of you, and you you know kind of called the, the next three songs. So I told him, ah, just wait, give it about 20 minutes. I, th- I think you'll get your wish. And uh, it turns out that you know later in the night we spotted him, you know probably uh, I don't know 100 feet away, mm-hmm. and um, but it, yeah it, it was it was great. Set two was phenomenal. I mean I re- I really did enjoy it, and um, you know the one thing I you know wish we had an encore, but the yeah. the, the the final morning do was I mean it, it was they lit the place on fire. Yeah, and definitely as you said, uh, Tex, you know it's you can't really you have to end that you can't continue yeah. and it's hard uh, to try to bring energy over the top of what they had just done right it's a very like emotional and just smoking hot version i mean we should i guess we should go take a step back before we get to the end we still have a couple minutes on here <laughs> um but the estimated profit was amazing like that was a really really good performance, mm-hmm. and Mayer sounded tremendous with that like kind of midified tone that he had. It was like just unreal, smoking hot. And then um, I also thought that the drums on that were amazing, and that also was the first song where I was really locked into the light show because yeah. it was dark. Then I forget Nick that it gets dark so much later in Atlanta because. It doesn't seem like it's that far west from us, but it's just enough that it's like, it was perfect. Like, it didn't get dark until, like, like honestly, after the set break. Like, it was yeah. into set two before it actually got, like, really dark. Mm-hmm. But um, the uh, standing in a shaft of light, Dave, you and yeah. I noticed that when that lyric happened, they put they focused all of the lights into one strip in the center so there's just this massive shaft of light across the lawn yeah that was cool and so everyone was standing in a shaft of light the lights were just really great during that and then you dave in your set list you had predicted estimated terrapin eyes Mm -hmm. and you the the estimated lights were all green and yellow and you were like terrapin lights kind of the same color Yeah, yeah and then they did bring back those lights for terrapin so you were on it you just had the 
the order just a little bit wrong, but your head was in the right place. The other thing I remember about that sequence is Dave, I turned to you after estimate or during estimated and I was like, I just keep thinking about if they were to if they were to do either estimated slip frank eyes yeah. or estimated fire eyes. I thought that that would be I think that that would be unbelievable. I, I hope that they give it a shot this summer mm-hmm. because it would be so wild to just be in the middle of an estimated profit and then all of a sudden that slip knot comes in. You'd be like, what's, what's going on? Um, so yeah, I thought that was a tremendously good sequence. All like great playing. We also didn't shout out uh, Bob in the Althea. Yeah, probably the most Bob forward Althea that there's ever been. <laughs> yeah. Bob was feeling himself last night. Yeah, he, he was. He had a couple slide solos um, and in Althea it was like Mayer took his runs and then Bob was like, let, let me elbow in here a little bit. Let, let me get my solo on. Um, everyone had really great moments throughout the night, and like we're not going to be able to just go through every song. And be like, and Comenti on this one was unbelievable, yeah. but he was great on every song. Um, and the drummers, obviously, also very good. So yeah. And speaking of the drums, the drums half of drum space was a little more mellow than we've seen previously together. And then Mickey like saved whatever energy he didn't use in drums and unleashed it in morning dew like he was going nuts in the morning yeah um on his end i did really like the drums though the part at the end when mickey was given the two-handed slam like a sledgehammer yeah Yeah. that was pretty awesome so i thought that it was a, a good drum space um nick any other notes on the show before we let you go I mean, nothing for me. I mean, uh, I think it was a great time, and you know, I hope you guys enjoyed Atlanta. Hell yeah, man. Oh yeah. We had a great time. Um, definitely loved the show and loved being here. So um, it's funny, our other co-traveler on this trip, she was saying, you know, in a couple years when they come back, and I was like, this is the end, though. And she was like, yeah, we'll see. So we will see. Maybe they will be back someday. Um, and if they do, then I'm sure Dave and I will be back, too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's... Uh, Let's throw it to our uh, precap of what's to come in Charlotte. That was our conversation with Nick. We're back. We will close this out with some estimated profits and a bit of a precap in Charlotte. But Dave, you had one more note from what we just saw in Atlanta before we do. Yes. Well, two more notes. We should talk about um, the encore that they were projected to play was knocking on Heaven's Door that they didn't play because of the curfew. Um, and then just going back to the eyes of the world, eyes of the world real quick, at 21st Century Dead on Twitter does a good job of like live tweeting the set list when they come out. So if you're not watching the show, but you want to know what they're playing, that's a good recommendation follow. And he quoted his own tweet talking about how eyes of the world was the next song up about 20 minutes after (laughs) Eyes of the world started and said, quote, Jesus Christ, goddamn and fuck. (laughs) This is good shit. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he's right. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah. So that's that's a perfect encapsulation of the uh, the time that we had in Atlanta. It was just a hell of a show. I'm yeah. really glad that we got to go to it. Absolutely. I think, I think that's one of many that we will look back on and say, "I'm really glad I got to see Dead and Co. do that live." So, speaking of things that we are excited to see Dead and Co. do live, you're going to be live in the barn in yes. Charlotte on Tuesday. Um, so these are going to be especially. Um, poignant picks for you. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I'm, I've got first pick because right. you picked the first one for this we, one. I planned this wrong. We should have gone yeah. back, redone it, so I got the first pick this time. But alas, that's right. you'll get the first pick for the Raleigh show that we're going to together. Right. So that's it's important. It's too. Nice. Yeah. All right. So um, 
We've gotten Sailor Saint two nights ago. We got Estimated Eyes and China Rider last night. So I think that we're getting either a Help Slip Franklin or a Scarlet Fire in Charlotte. I'm going to choose to believe it's Fire on the Mountain and, and Scarlet Begonia. So I'm going to take Fire on the Mountain with my first pick and and keep my fingers crossed uh, that yeah. we get it. So we'll see. The thing that I'm a bit dubious about with it is that they played Help Slip Frank in Raleigh last time. And so I feel like they might flip it and do a help slip in um in charlotte and then fire on the mountain in raleigh but there are no mountains in raleigh yeah so we'll see you've got back-to-back picks dave what do you got i do and as a quick aside our friend nick Beto, he picked franklin's tower he knows that's one of my favorites and so he tried to um send some good energy my way by picking franklin's tower that was going to be one of my two picks so now i'm in a little bit of a bind but one song that i do think that they're going to play is new speedway boogie um because the pnc arena is i think fairly close to the charlotte speedway kind of makes sense as you just as like there are mountains somewhat near charlotte at least closer to charlotte than raleigh Mm -hmm. so i think that's coming in and then um for the second song i'm gonna pick a song that gabby who i'm going to the show with she enjoys and it's about do up in the rotation again. A little Charlotte Shakedown. I love it. Yeah, so Shakedown and New Speedway are my two. What's your What's your second? Two good picks. For me, I'm thinking there's going to be a promised land either in Charlotte or Raleigh. I just don't know which. Uh, I'm going to choose to believe that it's in Charlotte. I'm going to okay. take promised land and think that they open the show with that. So if they don't open it with promised oh. land, I'm in trouble. <laughs> it's, uh, it's kind of the opposite of last night where the entire time I was like, gotta just end it with sugar mag and i'm on the board right and then they didn't end it with sugar mag and i was <laughs> off the board not that i'm complaining the ending of that show is perfect but mm-hmm. um so i i like that i'm kind of switching it up this time i'm going for a show opener so if you want to play along with us um, whether you have or haven't played along with us so far just send us a note on twitter at working man's pod instagram working man's underscore pod send us an email working man's pod at gmail.com or if you're a reddit user go on to reddit the day of the show go to the dead and company reddit page and you'll see our post where you can submit your answers there um first place is only has only scored six points um got four over the weekend two for two both nights so you got plenty of time to catch up whether you've been playing along with us or not all right well on that note we will say goodbye uh dave will be back and i might be with him on wednesday to talk about the charlotte show that he is going to be in attendance for we'll be back together on friday to talk about raleigh um any final notes dave None. If you're at Charlotte on Tuesday, I'll see you there. Yeah. Look for the shirt. Come say hi. And um, one quick last shout out, I guess, to our, our man, About Half Past Dead. Yeah. Go follow him on Instagram at About Half Past Dead. Um, or buy his shit in Shakedown. He's yeah. there. He's going to be in ev- at every show. Yeah. So. so go buy his stuff. He's our guy. He did the artwork for this and uh, he's our friend. So go, go support him and thank you for supporting us. And until next time, know our love will not fade away. Mm-hmm.